Hi, I'm David Key and welcome to Funky Careers Podcast number nine. How am I getting there? If you remember, I'll take you back to last podcast. It was more about where am I going? So let's work on the assumption that you've got a destination in mind, a plan. You know, you know where you're heading, but how am I going to get there? And that's what we're going to focus on today. So it's about working out the, the opportunities in the future and determining the effort required now in terms of to get where you want to go. So basically, what I thought I'd do today is I'm going to share some of my own personal experiences around that in terms of how am I getting there. And hopefully that'll give you insight or you may draw parallels to your circumstances or be able to use those circumstances in the future. Keep in mind, this is not an extensive list. This is just my experiences. There'll be a lot more strategies you'll be able to think about depending on your own personal circumstances. But let's say I ask myself, where do I want to go? And on this occasion, I wanted to do a degree in business full time. So I asked myself, how am I going to get there? Now, basically, I completed VCE, HSC, and I got fairly uh, poor marks, meaning I could get into a course, a business course in the country, but it wasn't, at that stage of my life, I wasn't willing to move. So what I did in the interim, I applied to bank roles and I got into a bank and I worked at a, a bank for two years. The first year I applied for a business degree in Melbourne and I got knocked back, unlucky, and then the second year I applied and, yes, I got in. So combining that business experience with the want to do a Bachelor of Business degree, even though VCE, HSC mark was a bit low, that still combinated my experience to get me into the degree. So that was one of those strategies that I did. So I'm off and running and off to the uni. So then I asked myself again, I qualified for that degree and I want to get an accountancy position. How am I going to get there? So I completed the degree and did all, all the uh, on-campus interviews, no offers. So I started applying to other positions, no offers. But then a few weeks after completing a degree, this guy rang up and he's a uni mate of mine. And he said, Dave. And I said, yeah. He said, look, I've I've got, I work at this chartered accountancy organisation and they're looking for a graduate accountant and ring them up and come in for an interview and we'll see where we go from there. Anyway, I rang them up, I went in for an interview and I got offered the job and away I go on my first job. So as John Lennon said, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. So I was thinking of applying here here, there and everywhere, but here you go. And that's an example of, I guess it's important to use your networks. And that was at a very early stage, but, you know, he obviously had me in mind when he heard about that graduate position. But then as time went on, I started to realise I wanted to move into HR. And this came through uh, you know, speaking to people in HR, researching HR, and really wanting to move out of accountancy. So the, what I wanted to do is, in terms of where I wanted to go, was to a recruitment person as a starting point because that's a function within HR. So after working in chartered public practice industry, yeah, I came to that realisation that I don't want to work with figures. It wasn't for me. So then I started thinking about, okay, how can I get into HR? So what I did, I started cold calling. And by that I mean I just rang up employment agencies looking to place accountants uh, 
in their businesses, in terms of their clients' businesses. And that was my selling pitch when I was ringing up all these employment agencies. I just took a day off work, did the cold calling, rang up a number of agencies, and then one of them just said, yep, come in, we'll interview you. Anyway, seven interviews later, after going in that day, I didn't do the seven interviews in one day, I just want to be totally clear on that, but over a period of time, and they offered me a job. So that was my first transition into part of HR being the recruitment functionality. And that was my strategy to make a start because I had no HR background. So I started to use that as leverage to say I'm qualified as an accountant. I can relate to people in your client businesses and place accountants. So that that's where that led to. But then over time, you know, I thought, I like the recruitment, I don't like the sales, you know, because you've got to go out there and get business with the agencies. So what I started to do then, I started to say, okay, I want to be a recruitment specialist in industry. Anyway, the way that took place, you know, I was going to look for a recruitment officer position, but it started a bit earlier than I thought it would, because what happened is, on leaving the agency before Christmas, they actually asked me to the Christmas party, and I thought, yeah, Never miss a Christmas party, bit of jingle bells. And then basically one of the consultants there at that agency said, oh, would you like some work? I said, you betcha. Oh, I'm looking for some work. Well, it was actually as a, a contract recruitment officer in a financial institution. So that gave me a bit of a start to really develop my recruitment skills. And then I started to think about, okay, How can I expand that? It was a contract role. So I leveraged off those skills and started to apply for permanent recruitment officer roles in industry, which I did get a job there in an organisation. So then I start to think, as I'm in this organisation, so where am I going now? How am I going to get there? Well, I wanted to go and be a HR generalist. So what I chose to do, I started to expand my role and be clear on the role I want to get to as a HR generalist in that same business I was a recruitment officer in. So that meant actually, you know, committing to some study in HR, which I did at night. Also, you know, being clear in your performance reviews in terms of where you want to head and what you want to do and getting into a um, HR business partner role or generalist role. So over time, I moved into a senior HR business partner role serving particular departments within that particular organisation. But then it kept on going, you know. So then the question gets raised again, so where am I going? You know, we do this often reflectively throughout our careers. And I wanted more responsibility, but I had a young family, so I wanted to combine a tree change. So then it was a bit about how we're going to get there. So once again, and one of the ways it came about, and I don't know if it worked for everyone, I was with a, a trainer and getting some advice on this career um, in terms of where I wanted to go. And he said, close your eyes for a while, have a think about where you want to go and then start drawing the picture. And all I drew was trees around hills and a car driving up a road in the hills uh, yeah, and trees on the side. So that, funny enough, whether it's coincidence or not, I had a vision, I guess, of saying, you know, I want to move to the country. But then there was that other aspect of more responsibility. 
So then we're looking for HR role in the country. So I started to look at organisations within the country that are fairly large that will give me a bit more responsibility. And I did get a very broad HR role in a manufacturing environment in a facility up in the country. So that allowed me to develop other skills too because it was a bit broader the role in terms of industrial relationship, relations um, experience, but also that opportunity just to try it out and have that tree change with the young family. And in that time, as I was starting to get a bit of a passion for the learning and development aspect. So then I did a TAE, which is like training assessment, allows you to train um, students in TAFEs. And I taught at a number of regional TAFE schools. So I was just doing the HR work and doing some night work as a a trainer at TAFEs, all developing my skills. And one I really want to do, this is a by the way thing, I had a life coach and they suggested, if you could do something, what would you want to do? And I said, a radio announcer. So I joined, I rang up the community radio station and said, look, I want to volunteer to do community radio. And I was a radio announcer for over two years. It was called Dave's Decades of Sound. Anyway, let's just move through that. So then I start to think about, okay, so where am I going now? I'm up in the country in a H role, but I want more strategic role. I start to think about, team supervision. I want to get more associated with an industry that I can relate to. You know, it's to do with helping people. And also had the driver about, you know, moving closer to family, moving closer down to Melbourne. So then how am I going to get there? So my interest started to focus on more that strategy, learning and organisational development, performance review cycles, you know, trying to change culture, you know, really saying, you know, this is how we do things around here. That's what culture's all about. So I started to apply to, uh, I guess, roles that I feel I had more an affiliation with, um, you know, be it the product, be it the industry, and having that HR function role sit within those industries and that's where I started to really get interested in TAFEs uh, as an educational institution, a worthwhile cause in educating others and I found working with there would be a better connection for me, equally give me a bit more responsibility, equally it's a bit more centralised to decision makers and influencers where previously I was part of a manufacturing facility but it was part of a larger multinational so even when I was there and I got a role within a TAFE, I completed my diploma in career development because I felt I needed to enhance my skills in getting the best out of people and getting them to their potential. So I found myself with that opportunity to work with management on people's strategies. And that's where it sort of all developed. But then as time was going on, I started to think about, okay, what, where to now? Where am I going now? Because I found I wasn't having the impact I would like to have. So what came up, I was starting to think about working my own business, working in HR, really had no idea how I wanted to start it, you know, just to leave a paying job to start your business. But an opportunity came up where I worked for a voluntary redundancy. So I raised my hand and said, now or never, now's the time. Because obviously when you get a redundancy, it buys you a bit of time. But not only time, I already thought what I wanted to do. I really didn't want to go to another permanent full-time role. I wanted to use that time to focus on 
developing my business, which would turn out to be funky careers. So the redundancy provided me the opportunity to commit that time whilst having the money to start to develop the business without that financial stress. So it was a really important time for me to set up the company, develop the website, and, you know, Funky Careers was born. A total change after me being employed over many years with, you know, medium to large size organisations. So what have I learned? I like helping people to find careers that bring them joy. So hopefully you enjoyed listening to Funky Careers. Um, and I just thought I'd give you a bit of insight into myself and how I got here. I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast. And remember, Funky Careers, we're available to take your call or look on our website. We're just here to help. So over and out from David Key at Funky Careers. <laughs>